I don't remember how these start. I don't either. Okay. Do we talk about something? Yep. Okay. You're sipping. I just realized, um, so we were talking about the pandemic, was it the pandemic 20 or the pandemic 10 or what's the amount of weight Mm -hmm. that we socially agreed that we gain? Yep. Yep. I don't know what it is. I I have lost since September of last year, about 20 pounds. (laughs) Oh (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Because I'm drinking now. I made a choice at at the store today to get a molson ultra <laughs> hey you know what I'm, you know what i'm talking about i, I do i sure like, do you know those little skinny beers that are like 90 calories three percent alcohol it's the light it's not a light it's a light beer without them calling it a light beer it's nice they do a good job with that i think they call it a light beer but it's like in small print right and uh here's the thing since i've lost uh, so much mass I now, if I have like, if I have three tall boys, like, which I maybe used to do on a given day, oh man, I'm smashed. (laughs) 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 Just It's like, wow. Okay. Um, It's a decision at that point. It used to be, I'll have a couple beer, but now if I have more than like one tall boy of a regular beer, I have committed to a path (laughs) that day, (laughs) right? That's unalterable. It's a lot of beer. It's a lot of beer. It's a I, lot of beer. I usually do two. I'm, I'm, I haven't lost 20 pounds, but I'm like two, two beer. And that's my, that's the decision. I'm going to have five or I'm stopping at two. That's the, my the tipping point, right? So right. right now I'm pretty good at stopping at two. I have two beer and say, okay, that's me. I'm good. And I wake up the next day and I feel fine. I feel good. I'm productive. I go about my day. I think I'm just, I'm getting old. I think this is what it is. Yeah, that, that's part of it too. There's part of it too, where I can't party like I used to, right? And I don't want to spend that much money on beer, if I'm being honest with you. Like, you know, three beer, three days a week. Okay, do the math at the end of the month to do up your, it's like, I can, I can spend that money better. I can, I can uh, do some exercise. I can do something else. Yep. Yep. I, you know, I, well, it, the thing is, there's been a spiral effect of deciding that three days a week, I'm going to lift weights. Okay. So there's all this stuff that kind of okay. comes out of that. And not drinking as much has been one of the kind of side benefits, I suppose you could call it. It goes with it. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to feel crappy at the gym and after the gym, you don't want a beer. So it's like, okay, on either end of it, there's that part of it. And Uh, I bet the diet has helped too, because it all, it's all a chain. It's all a group, a group on, if we call it that, right? You go to the gym, you exercise. Mm -hmm. I don't want to drink the beer now because I just spend all that energy exercising right and then i don't want to go and oh i just go to mcdonald's no i don't want to go to mcdonald's now because i did my exercise i didn't have my beer so why would i it all gonna go this together right yeah big time and then you know you exercise which means you sleep better and you wake up more refreshed with less stress and it just it snowballs as you go forward right and i threw into it just for funsies because what the hell else do you do during a pandemic um, you know, like a 16, eight intermittent fasting over the last little while. Right. So I'm just like, okay, I got a feeding window and during my window and stuff, I'm going to have beers and I'm going to have food. And it's not like you can eat whatever you want for eight hours, but it's like, you know, you, you start, you start making slightly better choices 
And what's been interesting is that I finally have found, I think, the secret recipe where I can enjoy many of the foods I like, still eat nutritious foods, and drink beer, and, you know, grow muscle mass, all this fun stuff. This pandemic, I'm telling you, man, it is, it's working for me. I'm afraid. (laughs) I'm afraid of the other side of this. I was going to ask you what you did. So it sounds like it's that's that's working for you. So you do a little bit of exercise a week, your diets in in good shape. I I think we align on this, and certainly exercise routines and diets are very personal. But what works for me, it sounds like it's working for you. Is I I've never been a guy that says I'm going to stop doing X Y Z. Right. I'm just going to moderate. I'm because it's for me. I you know we always go through these cycles. I know you and I did all the time. Oh, I'm going to stop drinking beer. Well, that's just not realistic. I'm lying to myself. It's not going to happen. I like beer. So for me, it's okay to like beer. Mm-hmm. I don't want to drink a six pack a night. So mm-hmm. where's the middle ground? You know, okay, drink on Fridays and Saturdays or whatever schedule you want to set up for yourself and still enjoy the things that you enjoy. But, you know, mm-hmm. wake up in the morning, do your exercise, eat well, and kind of do everything in moderation. That sounds super simple, but for me, it works. It goes back to episode one where <laughs> you had recommended James Clear Atomic um, Habits. And there was something in his newsletter this week that spoke well to me. It was try and plan what you would do or could do on your worst day. We often plan what we could do on our best day. On my best day, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm going to run. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to eat a salad. Okay, great. That sounds amazing. But on the worst day where you don't have time and you have a pile of work and you hate everything, what could you do, you know, and making mm-hmm. those the habits, it's great. It's like, I, I don't love going to the gym, but I, I do enjoy going now three days a week to lift weights. Yep. I really, I'm kind of gotten into that, you know, and I, on my worst possible day, I can still find 45 minutes at the gym. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty effective to build a habit. I find that way. My worst days, you know, when you just don't feel like doing any exercise, I just, I go for a walk. I still, I do something. I, Helps me mentally because it's the, are you, do you know the Jerry Seinfeld thing? The X, you cross off the day where he uh, has a habit or he forces himself to write a, a joke every day. And he said, you know, 90 something percent of them are, are terrible and he just throws them out. But he has a calendar over his workstation where every day where he writes a joke, he'll put a big X or a check mark <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And once you do enough days in a row, you don't want to break the chain. You don't want to look at that and say, oh man, I missed one. You want to keep going. Even yeah. if it's just something, it's like go for a 10 minute walk because I don't, I feel like shit today because I had six beer last night. But you just get back on the bike and you just do it. Yeah. Even if it's not the same, you're just doing, you just don't want to break the chain. You just got to keep going. Yeah, we're taught, well, there's two things there like for me to unpack. One is showing up, but the other that I actually got away from that I found very discouraging was streaks. So I used to swear by this app called streaks <laughs> and <laughs> you, you program all the things that you want to keep a streak on, you know, meditate or walk or whatever the case may be, you know? So I'd have like maybe six streaks that I'd be trying to keep and it would give you this kind of casino style reward thing at the end of it and everything. Um, but what would happen is I would get so down on myself for missing that like there were days where I genuinely like I forgot to meditate or I wasn't feeling well and I just like was sick and it's like 
And then I broke a 45 day streak and it just mm. sucked. So there was a point where it was the same with the calendar. Like sometimes I'll put a thing of ambition on a calendar as opposed to setting aside time to do something. It's like, oh, this is going to be an ideal week. And I would get so down on myself because I didn't get all those things done. Right. All of those exist in my head. But the streak thing started to become counterproductive for me. More of what I found effective is I read a book years ago and I've reread it maybe three times. It was called The uh, War of Art. Mm-hmm. by Stephen Pressfield, right? And again, it's all about going pro and just showing up, right? And James Clear talked about that too. It's like, just put your exercise clothes on and go down to the gym and just stand there for 45 minutes like a dope then. <laughs> you know, you don't have to do anything, <laughs> at least do that. And while you're there, all right, I might as well grab a couple of dumbbells and do some stuff. He but, talks about that. I mean, this guy is, is really helped me. And he talks about that a lot where it's just... Exercise is this wonky thing in our mind because I don't, I think a lot of us really enjoy the results of it and, and how we feel after we finish, but I don't know that many of us actually enjoy doing it. But for, he says the actual, the hardest part is actually just getting there, getting to the point where you're starting your exercise routine. And he says, you know, he has those bad days where he's, oh, I don't want to do my 45 exercise, 45 minute exercise routine today. Oh, I'll just do, I'll just do the first, I'll just do five minutes and then I'll stop. And then he says nine times out of 10, he does the first five minutes and then he actually completes the 45 minutes. Yep. He just has to start doing it. Yep. Yeah. I do the same thing in sets. And again, you know, I, I implemented a lot of the very simple hacks. I hate calling them hacks, but here we are where I have the gym bag ready to go. It's a Make go it bag. easy. Yep. Everything's easy. Like all the, I've got a section of my closet where all the exercise clothes are on my calendar. I fenced off the time in the middle of the day. Because that's the time. Like if I go in, the, forget it. Get in the morning, wake up, go to the gym. <laughs> Sounds I'm not great. that guy. No. End of the work day, go to the gym. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> There's beer in the fridge, right? <laughs> Middle of the day, I can walk away from work at noon. <laughs> like nobody's business and go to the gym. I'm good, you know? I just shut off my phone and I'll see you later. So, yep. you know, I found that time and then made it easy to go. But uh, not to get off on a tangent, it's for me, again, the showing up part, you heard the old, you know, 90% of the job is, you know, getting out of bed, whatever, some stupid phrase, but there's, there's truth to these stupid phrases. That's what makes them cliches is that it's, there's a reason why getting there is harder than doing it. I mean, there's a, there's a reason why the self-help genre is a huge thing. It's because for these things that we want to do, we have to, as James Clear says as well, we have to make them non-optional in our mind but all at least in western culture a lot of the things that we make optional are things that help ourselves you know you don't make optional if you work your job starts at nine o'clock you don't make that optional because you lose your job so not optional right right? uh you do this and everything work related is not so everything that helps ourselves is okay after work before work how can i change this that the other but you have to find a way to make the things that you want to do to help yourself also non-optional. There's no decision. It's not, do I want to work out at noon on this day? It's, I work out at noon on this day. And that's yep. not, that's on my calendar, just like this meeting is and this meeting is, or this task is. And it becomes a task and then it becomes your habit. You know, we we value the things that we give time for, right? That for me has been the experience. If I really do care about something, it'll turn into an act. 
and those mm-hmm. acts require time. So if you set aside the time on your calendar ambitiously, like I'm, I've got this aspirational thing that I'm going to maybe do on this day, it's, it's of no consequence. It's It makes you feel good in the moment, but it doesn't actually give you the long-term reward. So I wondered, should we, Woody, as we, we near what potentially could be the end of the ISOCAST, because mm-hmm. there might be an end to a pandemic and it's kind of silly to... <laughs> self-isolate so. or socially distance uh just unnecessarily should we just do a fruitless unqualified self-help podcast <laughs> <laughs> we just we just help ourselves you know i i like that idea and i have a, a title in mind because it's it's uh it's so cliche but it's so apropos of all of these things i think this is what the self-help genre is everyone knows the cliches everyone knows like oh yeah yeah but it's actually hard hard to do it and i was at a, a conference once and this guy was talking about this um and he didn't make it up like this is a very well-known phrase but i keep remembering it and i have it written down someday is not a day of the week mm. Mm. i want to do a show called that that's really good can we and do I that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I would actually like to sustain this show for for that reason alone just to talk about um you know just stuff that we've come across that seems to work for us i like that idea i like that idea and i think it's really poignant now because in ontario and you're in quebec and you're i think a little ahead of us but gyms opened today's sunday so two days ago less than 48 hours ago gyms are open and everyone and this is human nature is very excited and i'm going back to the gym and i'm gonna do this and James, back to our, our boy James, you know, if you haven't worked out at a gym in a year, which if you live in Ontario is the case, doesn't mean you haven't exercised, but an actual gym has been closed for over 12 months. So, you know, and you say, to yourself, I'm going to go every day of the week now. Mm. Well, no, you're not. No. It's not going to happen. I'm going to go for two hours and no. Start small and build up and find a routine that is feasible within your schedule that as you say you can actually repeat going to the gym one day for six hours doesn't do anything for you but go three times a week for 45 minutes each now you've got something i'm not a fitness expert but it's not anything you read is it doesn't matter how long you do it it's how often you do it yeah well because there's this build-up of effect right so i think we're on to something let's not help other people though Okay, I think oh, God, it's no. important to to make that clear. We're not here to help you. <laughs> you know, you you might not even be able to help yourself, honestly. No. We're just we're just here to talk about things that uh, we have found helpful in our lives. That's I like it. that. I would I'll get on here and talk about that. That'd be great. All right, there's there's no uh, preconceptions there. Let's 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 jump for a second back to the the pandemic that continues to ravage the earth our tone sombers yeah but it doesn't a little bit because we've both been vaccinated hey hey this is crazy like how have we gotten to this stage digitally clink our glasses here or what cheers i mean how in the world there's no way if you had said to me a year ago that we're going to be fully inoculated no by well i don't even know what it is like end of june july it's crazy it's yeah. crazy how effective uh the rollout was in canada i mean man canada's done well haven't they and oh. i mean it, it you know perception didn't get off to a good start yada 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 but essentially in canada and i live in ontario but pretty much from 
the first week or two of April until the first week or two of July. So three, in three months, everyone's got a vaccine. <laughs> like everyone who wants one. So, I mean, it's it's pretty nutso. And when you look at the data of like, I think it's around 60% of Ontarians have two doses. But mm-hmm. I don't know if, I don't think that includes kids though. So kids are still not eligible. So it's right. really higher than 60 of people who are actually eligible of the to eligible, actually get yeah. it, right? It's, yeah. it's incredible. It's absolutely amazing. Every Canadian during the winter months is grumpy, no matter what. Uh, reporters are no exception, right? So it, we're not just talking about the conservative government, but I mean, just everybody is like, ah, get this thing going, right? We, right. we all felt it. I mean, gosh, it was starting to drag. And Well, listen to our shows from that time. And yeah, we felt it for woo. sure. <laughs> and I, again, I want to be like hyper clear. We are in an extremely privileged position in this country to have received our second doses when many have not even had access to a first so let's let's be clear like we we are not you know running around going the pandemic's over everybody take your masks off and have an orgy we are saying and i'm gonna go out there and say it if you if you don't want to get a vaccine I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I respect your decision, but I don't like you. Is that okay for me to say that? Is that all, is that all right? I think so. I think so. I. It's a complicated thing, and I'm I'm very happy to have my vaccines, and I I don't know if it I don't know. I think that's okay to say. I know that there are a lot of cultures, and Canada's a very diverse country, so lots of cultures that for a long list of reasons, don't trust government information and don't trust this, that, and the other. Um, Though I think we're at a point now where there's a lot of evidence of billions of people taking this thing that it it, it works and it seems to be safe. So um, yeah, that's where I'm at on that. I don't take issue at all with, I think, first of all, anyone within the Indigenous community of Canada absolutely has every right to distrust everything the Canadian government has ever told them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me get that out of the way. <laughs> it's like, holy crap. No issue with me there. Anyone who has a religious belief where the vaccine is kind of tiptoeing into an area that is, hey, this doesn't jive with our beliefs. Okay, I, you know, I'm not saying I don't respect that. But there are folks on earth that are just, you know, like, rada, rada, rada. I don't want the government to stick nothing to me. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't like you anymore. You know, and I don't, I, I, that's just where I'm at. I, I've come to a place coming out of this pandemic where I'm very comfortable with saying, I respect your, your position. I understand that you have an opinion. And as a person, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. Okay. I think that's if they just don't want to get it just because, then I think that's that's very fair. And that I mean, I this is gonna all gonna wash itself out, and it, it, people are gonna be forced without being forced to get it. I mean, it's gonna be like if you want to send your kid to school, you don't have to get them a vaccine, but if they want to go to school, they have to have one. If right. you want to go to this concert, if you want to basically do anything. I mean, you're going to have to have one eventually. So it's forcing you by not forcing you. But 
so I think this is just, it's new. It's human nature sometimes to resist. Sure. It's still new, but it, it's going to wash itself out. And But it will be, a, there will be a big backlash if there's a fourth wave, fifth wave, sixth, whatever the whatever number we're on. Yeah. And it's because of a large group of people who chose not to get it, that there's going to be backlash about that. I'm in favor of the Fauci ouchie. I say, you know, go for it. But you're right that this will play out because of the necessity to have it. And I think what's important, I saw a really interesting uh, tweet that said, can we stop calling them vaccine passports and call them what they've always been called? It's an inoculation record. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've had these forever because there are certain things that you're inoculated against in order to travel to certain places. It's not a new thing. You remember very well, I'm sure. I, I, when we were living in Costa Rica and I was working for you and I took a Semana Santa trip over to our friendly Venezuela mm-hmm. country. And I had trouble coming back because Costa Rica said, not so fast, Woody. Uh, where is your <laughs> yellow, fe- where's your yellow fever, proof of yellow fever vaccine? And Woody, the naive Canadian, didn't have a yellow fever vaccine yep. because we don't need one here. And I, long, long story, long, long, long story, short, lots of hoops. And uh, basically I was able to get on the plane with a, a shot from a closet in the Caracas airport. But uh, I now I still have my my little yellow piece of, from Simon Bolivar, a little piece of paper that mm-hmm. says uh, I got the yellow fever vaccine on that day. Um, yep. So no, this is not a new thing. And kids going to schools need to have this, 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 and this. So um, there's no reason this should be any different, in my opinion. Yep, and and we'll get there, right? So I and again, it's the choice is to participate in certain parts of a society moving forward right Right. and one might argue well that's no choice at all well still no it is it really is i i can personally go live in a cabin in the woods tomorrow forever if i Mm -hmm. want to and the government can say nothing about it you know they'll probably find me and and somehow tax me but you know i can still do it (laughs) if i want to so it's i'm just very very happy that we're at least in canada starting to approach a threshold where we're being very very comfortable and more relaxed with each other i think it's it's i don't know what the vibe is like in in the montreal area in quebec but it's for the first time it's it's just a kind of the whole ontario is kind of exhaled at the same time yeah and it's just a peace of mind and a comfort level we've seen that the vaccine is working and we see data of cases and people in hospital uh, basically the people who haven't been vaccinated. So like, it's all there. There's still a, uh, at least for me, like a, I have to relearn how to socialize type of aspect to this because mm. it's been so long. Um, but I have been, you know, we've been out and about with outdoor stuff and patios and it's just, it's fun. It's nice to see people right. outside, people laughing. Um, there is a, an exhale that's happened and it's like, okay, there are still... Like, I'm not running off to, like, nightclubs are open here now. I'm not going to run off. And that's not me. I'm not going to run into a, uh, nightclubs are <laughs> were pretty nasty to begin with. So I'm not, not there. Some people are, and that's fine. But it's nice to be out patios and, and just seeing people and having a barbecue with some friends. And it's, it is, it's just, it's nice to be there. It's a very privileged place to be, but it, it is nice. We, you mentioned, we're, we are a few weeks ahead. So the novelty of that is, you know, behind us. However... My partner and I have gone out and enjoyed things. We went to the old port of Montreal oh. for the sake of just doing something, <laughs> like to go 
down there and wander and get some ice cream cones and have dinner and just kind of go into some shops. And, um, you know, there's people, it was all Quebecers, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, tourism is, is still not a thing, but it was also nice to see a lot of Quebecers enjoying Montreal, right? Right. But what was nice about it is the obvious stuff. What was strange about it was the feeling of no reservation, not picking up food, walking around and going, where do you want to eat? What do you want to do? (laughs) It didn't require (laughs) this ridiculous level of additional planning. And as we're sitting across a table, maskless, having a beer, eating food, looking at each other, realizing that we could have done a lot better for dinner than we did. Didn't have to wash the dishes. We didn't have to wash the dishes. We paid the check. We complained about how loud it was. And it was like old times Uh, a little bit, you know, it's like, um, for, for us now, the social pandemic post anxiety, I don't know, there's gotta be a word for it because we have been suffering this long trauma is a little bit weird. It's kind of hard for me to imagine being in close proximity with large numbers of people right now. It's still kind of funky. It is. Uh, it depends on what you mean by large, but I mean, like I we've been congregating outside with, you know, groups of friends at times. So two other people, us two and two plus two or six people. And that's pretty much it. It's, it's going to be really weird. We're, we're trying to remember, and we think the answer is when you and Auntie were here mm-hmm. in the, at the end of January, early February, 2020, we went to dinner, the four of us. Mm-hmm. We think that might be the last time <gasps> that the two of us had dinner inside. You're kidding. Not kidding. It could be wrong. We might've had one more after that, but Basically, that was right up when this kind of stuff hit wow. the fans. So, yeah, I'm still not in a place where I'm. I'm not running off to a restaurant to to eat it. We're having door dining now as of Friday. I'm not. I'm not going to yeah. do that. We, the, I guess it's a good thing, but we're trying to make a reservation to have dinner outside on a patio here. Can't do it. There are no there are no reservations available. Sure. Everyone's yeah, doing it, which is a great thing. Thank God for the restaurants. That like, good for them. Yeah. And we're not in like in a rush to do it. That could be great, but we're trying to make a reservation for next week now. But I'm not ready to go indoor dining. But I think we think it was the last one was when you and and Natty that's were crazy. Here. Yeah, that's crazy. W- wouldn't it be nice if we were the first mm-hmm. <laughs> when you come back? Mm-hmm. Is that where you're going with any of this? It might All be. Right, well, I mean, we are. We're planning a, a visit out your way, so nothing's in stone. But okay, let's it talk would be nice if there's full yeah. circle. Yeah, let's talk off air. I've got some ideas. Um. But I think for us now, we haven't had, like, for example, any house guests, though we could, you know. Um, I just yesterday went over to someone's house where there was like a bunch of people in the yard around the pool. And to hug and kiss people is like crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) Like you're embracing another flesh bag I know. that may or may not be full of disease i might have actually contracted a cold from a child yesterday like that's Could be. I, a tear is welling up in my eye thinking that i might have just caught a cold <laughs> <laughs> here we are like it's so strange it's just so strange it's nice and it will hopefully continue to to get better and yeah i'm seeing people that i haven't seen like everybody is i'm assuming in a year more who knows how long, but very long time. It's, it's quite nice. Did you, um, did you have any, uh, 
hangover effects the day after your second jab. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So jab one was the the COVID rash, but jab two was COVID rash and then body rash. And then uh, I was sick. I was good and sick. I got Moderna sick where it wasn't like nauseous, except if I was spinning, which, you know, people I do, I spin from time to time. I was spinning around and I would get dizzy. Um, but, but there, there was this kind of constant fog for about two days. I, mm-hmm. I remember participating in a couple zoom meetings where I said, Hey, I just got my second dose and I don't know how this is going to go. And, uh, participants in the meeting pointed out, it's like, yeah, I don't know what's up with you, man. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm just present. I have basically without the rash, exactly the same experience for both. Of, I got, I got a, I got a, a mix a mixed bag. I got a Pfizer first and a Moderna second. Ooh, mm. I, I hope that you're you're recognized internationally as well, being inoculated. This is the next step that needs to flesh itself out, right? Because you hear there's a story about someone trying to travel to Barbados or something, and they don't, but they've fixed it. But this is this is the next step of like countries are gonna have to figure out which ones they they recognize, which ones they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume that this these will be fine because they're the same. We've talked about this before, like. Take the brand name away from it. It's the same vaccine. It's basically exactly the same thing. Right. AstraZeneca is a different type, but we don't know the brand that we get for the flu shot. If you take the flu shot or mumps or hepatitis or, you know, (laughs) who who makes those? Probably the same companies, but no one ever thinks about it. So I think this will all work itself out and just be like, okay, they're, they're, they're fine. But I felt hungover. I felt like aloof for a day, had a bit of a headache. You know, you have the muscle pain in your arm, but mm-hmm. otherwise, basically no ill effects. It was really lucky. But same thing, I had a meeting the next day and I just let other people take it because I was like, guys, I, I feel like I, I'm just kind of floating here. I'm pretty proud, though. My joke uh, went well. They asked, oh, what did you get? I said, Sputnik. <laughs> Everybody laughed. <laughs> and then uh, apparently we had a meeting. I don't know. I've seen emails. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's nice. It's just nice. And we started the show, I think it was April, 2020. So it's been a year and a third, a year Mm -hmm. and a quarter of sitting here. And I know we talked, I don't know if you want to talk about this. I know we talked about doing uh, one more episode and I think we have a cool idea to wrap up this, this series. No big promises, but I, I just maybe for the sake of using the word penultimate, this might be the penultimate show. Mm -hmm. Um, it would be really great to close the circle and enjoy the last episode. Fast, fast. <laughs> I would love that so much. Okay, we'll see. We'll I'm see. Uh, I'm Corey, and I'm Woody, and I remember how to end the Isocast. Double jab. Double jab.